Well, your Kansas City Chiefs took care of business against his division foe, the Los Angeles Chargers. It was a gritty win, but a win nonetheless. We're going to go ahead and review that game, Chiefs Kingdom. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome you all to the Kingdom Connect podcast. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Podcast. You're with your host and producer, Eric Lupartis, certified health and performance trainer. Hope Chiefs Kingdom is doing very, 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 very well today. Um, we're recording this episode on Monday, September 19th. It is extremely hot outside. Hope you guys all been trying to stay cool. Um, we, me and Cass have been kind of talking about this the last few days that we feel like the seasons are kind of changing, kind of shifting, at least from like their time frames. Um, winter didn't really feel like it. Well, actually winter went in all the way until about late March. Um, I would, I should say, I remember we got some snow and then it really didn't start warming up and not until like maybe late May. And then, you know, we went through the heat wave, you know, all summer and, you know, it's kind of been up and down the last month or so as far as like whether or not it wants to be a little cool and then hot um, but right now we're supposed to be kind of starting to fall. I mean, leaves are kind of changing and stuff like that, but you know, it still feels like summer in some ways. So who knows, who knows how things are going to be going. But anyways, we're not here to talk about seasons. We're here to talk about chiefs football because your Kansas City chiefs are two and oh, because we just beat our division rivals this last Thursday, first Thursday night game of the year. Um, not the not the season opener with the Bills and Rams. That's still connected like to Sunday night football, even though it's um, they were technically playing on Thursday to begin the season. But um, we were the first official Thursday night game because y'all know that Thursday night football games are now played on Amazon Prime. Um, I didn't witness it on Amazon Prime initially with everybody because I was there. I was actually at the home opener. Um, had a blast. Tailgating was amazing, just like how I know how Chiefs Kingdom does it. You know, we 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 go hard, man. That's just what we do. You know, it, you smell you smell the barbecue, smell all the good food. You know, alcohol. You know, if you're a weed smoker, I'm sure other people probably do other shit. But you know, for me, you know, I do the green stuff. Plus, you know, we had some you know drinks, of course, but. Um, had a lot of fun uh, to pregame before the game, before we walked into the stadium. Um, and uh, we made our uh, way to the shop at some point. Well, we, actually, our plan was we were going to try to get go to the shop uh, before the game started. But the line was completely backed out all the way um, into the uh, down the stairs where we were because we were in sec- we were in the 100 section. So we actually had to go up some stairs to get to the shop because the shop's on a certain level, I, I believe. Um, but it was already backed, backed all the way. And we're like, eh, let's wait till halftime. Maybe we can leave by the two minute warning, which is what we did um, ultimately. But anyways, this game, this game was a game of grit. It was hard. It was tough. Um, I was nervous most of the time. Uh, I think I sobered up at some point. Because I was like kind of getting irritated with how things were. Um, both teams, I mean, it, it, 
our we were slow in the first half, and then we didn't really start obviously showing up until the second half. And then the Chargers were really hot coming out in the first half, but then they started to slow down somewhat in the second half. Um, so many things were kind of wrong with this game, um, both sides, obviously. I'm going to start, you know, obviously talking about, you know, our team. And um, this is a review of that game. So um, not we're not going to do a preview of the next game or anything like that. It's just going to be uh, a review of the Chargers game the other night. So. Um, started off, uh, I believe we got ball first. Yep. Cause they deferred the uh, second half. So, uh, we got ball to start off, got a three and out, you know, kind of something we didn't really want to see, uh, charge defense kind of, you know, came out hot. You know, I will be honest, our line, our line struggled, struggled a lot tonight, uh, that night. Um, Creed, Creed allowed a uh, pressure, Joe Tooney allowed a pressure. Uh, Trey Smith allowed, I believe, a pressure. Orlando, both the tackles were getting, you know, beat initially, but then there was a lot of uh, chipping and, you know, a lot of, uh, um, God, I'm I'm losing the, uh, I'm losing the uh, word right now. I'll come back to it. So a lot of chipping, a lot of, uh, you know, extra tight end help. Um there was one play that I remember Bosa beat Orlando Brown like really bad. Like I mean, he beat him. And if if or if if uh, Clyde wasn't there to like basically blow Joey Bosa up, you know, because he hit. I mean, he hit Joey pretty good. Um, maybe he would have got to Mahomes. Mahomes probably could have also scrambled, you know, from that situation if that would have happened. But Clyde did his job. Um, I can't believe I can't think of um, that block. That uh, it's not a cutback block. It's a um, shit. It's a uh, gosh. I can't believe I'm I'm losing my train of thought with that specific block that receivers can do to outside backers, defensive ends, or whatever. I I I'm losing the word right now. Um, anyways. We act. Ba- bottom line is there was a lot of help going for the tackles in the second half because they they were getting beat. I mean, it's 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 Mac and Bosa. But with that being said, there was only one sack of the night. You know, Mac had a half sack and Drew Tranquil had a um, half sack because they both. It, it was on a blitz. I mean, they blitzed. Um, they blitzed Tranquil. Tranquil came up. They rushed five, and. Creed, I don't know if it was Creed or I believe I rewatched the game. I think Trey was supposed to pick it up, but the communication was off. So, you know, they just blew right by, you know, it was or maybe was it Joe? No, it it had to have been Trey. I believe that they came. I I believe it came from the right side, you know, um, it was like a B gap blitz or an A gap blitz, one of the two. Um, I haven't really watched the all twenty two as much. I've been kind of catching some plays here and there. Uh, just haven't really had the time to kind of break down the film. I just wanted to get an episode out and kind of review from what I have seen. Um, I'll have to go back and look at that play, but that was the only that was the only time that they got to Mahomes. Truthfully. You know, Mahomes was hurried a lot. You know, he's pressured. 
Um, he got hit a few times. You really don't like to see that. Um, but I think that's going to be probably our one of the toughest pass rushes that we're going to be going up against. I can't say Buffalo because right now Vaughn is probably the only guy that truthfully – I mean, I know when they played the Matt Stafford, everybody was kind of getting to the quarterback – um, but truthfully, the only guy that's really proven on that pass rush is Von Miller. Uh, Gregory Russo kind of started off hot his rookie year, but then kind of fell off towards the end of the year. Um, uh, Boogie Basham, you know, was a disappointment in his rookie year, but, you know, hopefully they're going to get a lot out of him. They, they moved on from Jerry Hughes. Um, you know, they, I, I believe they still, I they they signed somebody that was uh really they signed somebody that came from oh man I can't they, they signed a defensive tackle that that had a sack he was really he's pretty good I can't remember his name but um I'm not really too worried about their pass rush so much as more as the Chargers because they're the Broncos Broncos, based off what I've seen the last few times, their pass rush is not anything crazy. Chubb and Randy Gregory are not world beaters or anything like that. Um, you know, Randy Gregory had a couple good plays, but nothing too serious or anything like that. Bradley Chubb had one sack in the uh, in the uh, Seattle game. Anyways. Uh, you know, our line, our line probably should do a little bit of a better job. I think they'll get it back together. You know, I'm not too, too worried about our offensive line. That's they're the kind of the least of my concern because everybody's healthy. And that's ultimately what you want at the end of the day. Um, our running backs, Clyde, Clyde, Clyde looked good, you know, more in the passing game. Not really much, much so the run. We really weren't breaking away. I mean, running backs were only averaging like three, a little bit over three, uh, um uh yards per average um but ultimately Clyde is better than the pass game and we know that and we need to start seeing it a lot more you saw the checkdowns uh Clyde looked really good there was a play where he ran over Duran James um and he I mean he had that break breakaway run towards the end of the game uh that was nice to see but None of our running backs really got that that push or that oomph like they did against Arizona. So, and again, the Chargers defense they're 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 legit. Brandon Staley's a defensive minded head coach, so um, you know he's gonna always make sure that his defense is in the ba- the best possible position because they're a good defense. I'm not gonna take anything away from that. Um, we were we were saved by dropped interceptions, and I'm not gonna say that in a negative way to like be pin on us, but you know those those D backs catch those interceptions, it could be a different game. And I'm not trying to play the woulda shoulda coulda game or anything like that because at the end of the day we won and they didn't intercept it. Mahomes still has no interceptions as of right now. You know I don't care about turnover worthy plays. I don't care about none of that shit. If you don't catch it, it's not an interception. So. Um, was I happy about some of those throws? No, but again, Mahomes was Mahomes was rushed. He was he was under pressure. He was under a little bit of duress this whole game. You know, he made some nice plays. Obviously, um, uh, 
Justin Watson came up with the clutch touchdown. Uh, there was that nice pass to McKinnon when he rolled out. Drew Tranquil came and tried to get him from his legs. He broke from that, and then, you know, he just tossed it right then and there. Uh, nice touchdown, easy uh, touchdown to McKinnon. And then that beautiful dot that he threw to uh, Justin Watson. I mean, he had a step. He stepped up in the pocket for that one, too. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it the receivers ultimately kind of were disappointing most of the night. You know, we didn't see anything from Juju. They really kind of took him out. Um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling kind of – he wasn't getting separation. Um, and, again, I think he's going to be ultimately one of those players that we're just going to have to scheme to get open. I don't think he's a guy that's going to really beat a lot of man, man uh, press like that. Um, and I'm not saying he can't because he's really fast and he's lengthy. He, I'm not saying he can't get past a guy, but you know they they had him pretty shut down the other night. And again, same with Juju. They probably only had they only had a few catches, and they were like basic out routes and slants. Um, I will admit that play that you know was called P. I think it was a PI on. I think it was a PI on them and, you know, should have honestly could have been on MVS. You know, MVS kind of was a little aggressive himself and tried to prevent, you know, the DB from uh, doing something. Um, But ultimately they called it on the DB and that's just what it is. Um, Who else? Kelsey. Kelsey, you know, to his standards, you know, he kind of had a quiet night. No 100 yards, had about 50, had a few catches, nice catches, clutch catches. Um, he got spine busted by Duran James. Uh, we all saw that. A lot of people think it should have been a penalty. Um, and, and in essence, it could have been a penalty, but league fined him for it. So it's, it's one of those things that if the ref is not going to call it and miss it, the, the National Football League has seen it on TV and know, knows that it happens, and they ultimately can make the decision whether they want to punish you or not. And, you know, he got a fine. You know, I think it was only like fifteen grand, a little over $15,000. But, you know, I'm sure he just donates to, to the charity because they have that option. You know, they, they either can pay it to the league or donate to share, charity, which most of them donate to charity. So, um, ultimately, you know, our offense did what they were supposed to do in ways. I mean, they, they, they came up with moments uh, that – ultimately helped them in the end um we weren't turning over the ball thankfully uh no one really no one fumbled like that I mean they tried to call a fumble on Kelsey after he got spine busted but he was clearly on the ground um I we need to get more out of Jody Fortson I I know that they they did that pass they tried to do but Mahomes I mean Mahomes threw basically a bullet that wasn't really a lob or right? you gotta throw a lob because he had um, he had Asante Samuel on him, and Asante Samuel was a mismatch because of height. Um, and we know that Jody can jump, you know, and he's extre- he's tall, so he can jump and use his height as advantage. Ultimately, like Mike Williams, Mike Williams obviously had a monster game against our defense. I'm going to get into that here here shortly, but you know, again, I I I think that we need to utilize Jody a little bit more. You know, the trips that we made it down to the red zone. Um, 
what else was I going to say? But it's going to get there. I mean, I'm not saying that we're not going to do it. I mean, we saw it, obviously, in the Arizona game. That really wasn't necessarily a huge lot. I think he had to kind of, you know, die for that one or slide for that one. But, you know, when it's like a one-on-one matchup and you're trying to, you know, throw it over to the top, you know, so your big guy can get it, you got to throw it up there. And I know – and I'm sure Mahomes has seen that play already a couple times and already knows what, you know, he needs to do. And I'm, I, I think he was rushed – on that play too um so it ultimately threw him off in a way uh what else um but yeah we need to get more out of these receivers i don't know if that means that andy needs to scheme them open uh or you know they just need to work on getting past their man press past man press and you know in finding uh soft spots in the uh, zone but uh one thing that I will I will say this is that Andy did abandon the run fairly fairly um, quick. We've only been running minus last game because we ran a lot due to you know situational things and trying to run out clock. But our uh, running our running percent was low this game and it was lower than pretty much most of the time. You know, even when, you know, you feel like the line's not getting a push, I think we still need to be running it more on first downs. I, I'm tired of running on second downs. When it's like sec, I, I hate when it's like second and nine or second and second and ten or second and eight and you decide to run and you only get like three. You know, it's like, dude, only, I mean, if you're going to run on second down, make sure you're like five and under. But like, damn, these second and longs, bro, when they run, that shit pisses, that, that shit annoys me. Um, but we got to run more power. I mean, zone, the zone blo- blocking is okay in ways, but you know, our running backs are shown that they're better up the, up the, up the, I mean, you could get more with zone out of uh McKinnon and Clyde's okay with it. But, you know, I, I just think that, you know, when we run more gap, it, it's, it, or yeah, when we run more gap, uh, run blocking, it's, it, it show, it just shows a little bit more. Um, we, we did run a lot of tight end sets. Noah Gray had a few touches. Um, again, Kelsey probably didn't need to play as much as he did, but I see why they wanted to. We needed to get, you know, we need to get things going. We were down, uh, most of the game, but Duran James, he does a great job defending Kelsey. You know, I, you know, say what you want about the last year's game. You know, Kelsey walked off touchdown. That was amazing that uh, that he did that. But, uh, again, and I'm not trying to play the coulda, shoulda, woulda game because at the end of the day, it is what it is. We won. That's last season. Doesn't matter anymore. Um, if Duran James never would have got out of that game, who knows, would he would have Kel- would have Kelsey been able to get as free as he did. So, you know, so Durham plays Kelsey. He matches him up very well. But again, Asante Samuel, you know, he dropped um, he dropped two picks, you know, and uh, Tillery, Tillery had one, or maybe that was Asante Samuel that dropped, uh, that one that they overturned. I can't remember, but Tillery almost had one too. Or Bryce Callahan, whatever his name is. I don't think that's Tillery. I think Bryce Callahan's one. Um, but you know, ultimately, our offense, I'll probably give them, 
I'll probably have to give them a C plus in this game. They did what they needed to do in ways. Mahomes rallied and you know had the uh, touchdown to uh, Justin Watson, which was clutch. Um, you know, kind of got us down to red zone. We had a couple, you know, good field goal kicks, but you know, ultimately, you know, that's probably going to be one of the toughest defenses that Mahomes is going to see all year. I should say. My Buffalo is a great defense. I mean, but they're more. I think they're more top heavy in the back end. More, they're more secondary based, and a little bit of their linebacker more than they are their pass rush. So I, I don't know. Um, but ultimately, Mahomes two touchdowns, a little over two hundred yards. Not a crazy game by him. Not super MVP numbers. But at the end of the day, we won. He did what he needed to do. And, you know, he made some great throws. Don't get me wrong. I mean, is is some of the throws that he made were kind of questionable. He made great throws. And, again, he was under duress and pressure because our line was not the best performance or out from our line. I mean, I mean, again, I mean, after the one pressures that they let up, I mean, it wasn't like they were allowing them just to get pressures like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, we got to, you know, I – I know Andy does not like to use chipping all the time. So I see why we had to do it in this game, but I know he doesn't like to do it all the time. And and one thing, too, even though some things looked bland and basic, it's still it's it was week two. Andy's not going to show everything. We're probably not going to really see the playbook open up until Buffalo. You know, maybe a little bit of the Bucks, but, you know, at the end of the day, Andy Reid does not like to show a lot. That's maybe why we haven't seen a lot of Sky Moore. Now, we've been seeing a lot of Sky Moore on punt returns, but he hasn't been able to get, you know, a good enough return to really make something happen, at least so far in the regular season. Um, and ultimately, we do – we have the uh, we have the Indianapolis Colts this Sunday at noon. Uh, Jim uh, – yeah, it's uh, Jim Nance and uh, Tony Romo will be calling that game because it is on CBS. It's our one or one of two noon games that we got all year. Uh, I will be doing a preview on that probably here in the next couple days. But uh, a little bit more to go on a review in this game. Well, we're going to go ahead and shift over to the defense. Not really going to talk about special teams other than, you know, shout out to uh, Amendola for, you know, making all his PATs and making all the field goals that he was asked to kick, you know, he didn't miss once, you know, he did what he had to do and who knows where Butker's going to be at this week. I don't know if he's day to day or where, how his situation's feeling. Um, but we may need Amendola again. And Hey, you know, we went, if we make it to the Super Bowl and we win it this year, he gets a ring because he was on the active roster. If you are on, if you're on any team, um, and you're on their active roster and you play at any point, you know, you get a ring. Um, that's just, that's just how it is. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, but yeah, shifting over to the defensive side, um, our pass rush, our front, again, they were slow in the first half, really weren't getting to Herbert. Herbert was getting the ball out pretty quick. Um, but they were getting after it and they were, they were getting after it in the second half. Uh, Chris Jones had two sacks. Um, one came at a clutch, uh, came on a clutch third down to force a fourth down, 
uh, three and out. Um, Willie Gay, you know, I know he missed some tackles and I, I kind of, um, I kind of made it, I think, I don't know if I tweeted that out, but, you know, I said, you know, that's like two, three missed tackles from him already. But with that being said, he was all over the place. Dude had 11 tackles total of the night. He was all over the place, but there were like two that he missed on, on Eckler because, you know, Sometimes Willie can be too too fast for his own good. You know, he just flies in there and sometimes he doesn't break down and make the play. You know, he comes in super hot and, you know, most players sometimes like they can recognize that and all they can do is just make one, you know, stutter step and, you know, you're flying the opposite. You're flying and hitting nothing, you know, or you're arm tackling and whiffing and stuff like that. So, you know. Again, Willie Gay, as much as, you know, he missed a few tackles, he was all over the place. There was one play where it's like towards the end where they, they just dumped it out in the flat and he blew Eckler up. I mean, blew him up. And that was that was ultimately one of the best plays of that game. Now, it wasn't the best play of that game, in my opinion. Um, the best play obviously came from Jalen Watson, the uh, rookie corner out of Wasu, Washington State. Um and he, uh, you know, he did very well. Fenton struggled in this game. And ultimately, ultimately, I can't really blame him as much as I was pissed that he was flagging a lot and getting killed by Mike Williams. That was Spagnolo's fault. Why do you have Rashad Fenton out of all people matching up with Mike Williams? I get it. You don't feel comfortable putting rookies on him like that. But at the same time, those guys are big enough to guard him. Rashad Fenton is get, gets like Mike Williams. Mike Williams dwarfed him, and there was times where Rashad he he basically had to like almost tackle him, and, you know, and draw penalties because he couldn't hold the guy. Then they try to put Snead on him, and Snead's that guy where you know he's he's almost to me he's like Charvarius Ward in coverage he's always in the right position he just gets he just the person he's always guarding is just so much more better than him and more athletic you know and just jumps over him and makes like a leaping pass a one-handed catch passes that you know it it, it just fucking happens you know Sneed Sneed to me he's good in the nickel when you're blitzing him I think he's a better boundary corner ultimately in the base. Um, but again, you need to match him up with be- the guys that you know you could match him up with. Ultimately, you know, Jalen Watson, he had a go. He had a go at uh, Mike Williams, but they ultimately paired him with like Palmer and other guys and stuff like that. Um, Herbert, Herbert, you know, uh, Everett's their tight end. And I blame, obviously, a lot of people blame Brandon Staley on this, and I do too. Gerald Everett made an amazing play and was gassed. I mean, he was gassed, and he waved to come out. But they called a play. They called a play that was going to call his name, that was going to him, you know, because they wanted to run tempo on our defense. Um, because they were they were moving on our defense most of the game. Um, Justin had a good pass to Mike Williams, two good passes to Mike Williams. Um, and you know, Eckler, Eckler had a touchdown too. Uh, oh no, that fullback had, they had a fullback that scored a touchdown. Eckler had a touchdown 
and um, Mike Williams had a touchdown. So uh, ultimately, you know, our our DBs, our DBs in secondary, they did what they could, you know, against that those receiving core. And uh, back on that play with Everett, you know, I even if Everett still tried, still actually tried on that play, I still think Watson would have picked it because Watson was like basically eyeing it the entire time and was right there behind him. It just made it easier when Everett moved out the other way and went the wrong direction. It just made it easier for Watson to pick it. And I can tell you right now, being there, crowd erupted when that happened. What but when it ultim it ultimately erupted when he broke the tat when uh Herbert missed the tat when whiffed on the tackle. When Herbert whiffed on the tackle, and that and that's a lot of people, and he does get criticized for that. He last year he threw like six pick six. I think he threw like four to four to six pick sixes in through the whole season. And that was the one thing that he got criticized for that he couldn't he couldn't take the he couldn't take the uh ball care, the defender down. He missed the defender every single time. You know? You know, but anyways. That happened. Watson, you know, snuffed it out and he took it and the crowd erupted when we knew he was going to return it to the house. And that was the play of the game. That was ultimately the the turning point. Now, Herbert, he's a tough son of a bitch. This dude got got hit hard by Dan on a play. And it, from the looks of it, when he, it like ultimately made him like sit down in his QB jacket or that armor that that they wear under their pads, the extra protection because they get hit in their gut a lot, um, in their rib cage. It shot up into his rib cage, the wrong direction that's not supposed to shoot up, and I'm sure it hit that. It hit his cartilage in there and over, over you know strained it, you know, because it's like a fracture. It's fractured cartilage. Um, but yeah, that's, that's bad. And he was on the ground. He was in pain. Dude could not throw. Dude could not throw. He was in pain until he made a freaking bomb and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, like, I was like, come on. It was a bomb and he threw a fucking, yeah, he threw a, no, that, yeah, he threw a touchdown. I don't know who that touched it. I don't think because the score was 21 to 24. I'm trying to no, the score was 24 to 27. But I'm trying to remember if that last touchdown was a uh, was an actual touchdown touchdown because I only knew he he only threw three touchdowns in the game. I think it was just a bomb. I don't know if it was actually a legitimate touchdown and then you know they ran it in with Eckler at that point. So um yeah, no, it 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 was it was a tough game. I mean, our defense held what they could. Uh Willie almost had a pick, but Nick Bolton kind of was right there trying to pick it himself too and kind of got in the way. Um so that didn't happen. Um Justin Reed did allow um two touchdowns, but again, uh, that fullback one was, you know, he. It was really the D. The it was really the corner's fault. I think it was Sneed's fault because he was supposed to take, you know, that he was supposed to take that backside receiver. And I think uh, what's name Sneed or not Sneed, um, Reed was going to take the fullback in the flat, but he 
thought you know that guy he saw that guy behind him so you know he ultimately hesitated and tried to go there but then he went to the fullback late and then there that was that and then there was that last touchdown pass that he threw um and Justin Reed was on the coverage but I can't remember who that was towards because that wasn't <sighs> maybe it was to Eckler let me let me I'll have to go to the damn Chiefs. Yeah, Herbert only had three touchdowns. Oh, Eckler did not have a touchdown. I lied. So it was it was Palmer. Palmer was the one who caught that that last one that Reed was on the coverage. I couldn't remember who it was. I thought Eckler had ran one in, but I think he got stopped on some of those plays. And then that's when they ran that full that fullback out in the flat. So um again, our defensive line, I mean, they came up uh cl- they came up very clutch in the second half. Karloftis got pressure. Leo got pressure. He got some playing time. He got more snaps than he did in the first game. Um I think his snaps went from like 12 to like 24, 30 or something like that. So, you know, he ultimately doubled. Um, Again, this is this is going to be a tough matchup. You know, I don't know how later on in the season is going to be. I don't know the the health of Justin Herbert, how things are going to go. I don't know how Brandon Staley is going to handle things. Um, he was criticized again for this game. Last year, you go extremely aggressive and it kill, it bites you in the ass. This year, he goes extremely conservative and it bit him in the ass, ultimately. Um, he didn't stick to his M.O. And, you know, what if he would have got some of those fourth downs? He didn't, and I'm happy he didn't. But, you know, they did, they did on some of the ones that they tried or they attempted, but they didn't do it on every single game. And, um... I know back uh, back on the offense side, shifting back over there. I think I was talking about this earlier. You know, I we all want to see more of Sky Moore. You know, again, I know that they have him on the punt return, but we want to see more of him. Um, I I know Andy's got something dialed up, and he probably won't show it towards later in the season. But we need to get more out of him at you know at some point. Um, Hardman's not a wide receiver too. He had a couple good catches, but he had a couple drops too. Uh, but he got hurt. He rolled his ankle one play, and that's when Justin Watson came in and scored. So, um, you know, most guys stayed healthy coming out of this game. It wasn't really anything super crazy or anybody was like super hurt coming out of the game. Um, but Chris Jones, again, like, like I mentioned, he had two sacks. That looked really good. Frank, Frank probably had a few pressures. I, I don't know, man. I want I want Frank to be successful, but again, I I'm probably not gonna get my hopes up anymore for anything. Um, Karloff, this looks really great. I mean, he he's looking really relentless. He's gonna get he's gonna get to the quarterback at some point. He's gonna get there. Um, our corners though, our corners are young. I think later on in the season, maybe you put you put Josh Williams on Mike Williams. You know, they're pretty much like just as tall. But I understand, you know, Josh Williams going and playing in the pros. I mean, that's a huge jump from where he played in college. So he probably would trust Jalen Watson more, and, and rightfully so. I mean, he played extremely well. His story is great. 
you know, that pick six was amazing. The whole, you know, Wendy's story, you know, working at Wendy's and um, with his mom. And, you know, he flunked out of USC, went to a small school and then ultimately went to Washington. And then, you know, seventh round draft pick. And, you know, he's the corner of the Kansas City Chiefs and had a, had a pick six in the game. It's fucking amazing. Um, Thornhill, you know, Thornhill was kind of quiet this game nothing you know he had a few tackles you know nothing too you know and maybe he had one pbu but you know nothing too crazy from thor and that's that's good you don't want him getting beat like that justin reed had a couple pbus you know despite you know the two touchdowns that kind of happened on him um but we need to put fenton in better positions we cannot put him in positions to fail like that i know he's a physical corner but, you know, he's going to be extremely physical to guys that just are bad matchups with him because he's not going to try to get beat like that. And that's most corners' mindset. So we can't allow our secondary to get bullied in some ways like that. Not that they were ultimately bullied, but, you know, again, Mike Williams had his way. And he ultimately always has his way when he plays the Kansas City Chiefs. He must really, really hate us. So, um but, you know, I hope Chiefs Kingdom, I hope you guys all enjoyed that, you know, that game. Um, it's good to be 2-0. A lot better than where we were last year. We were 1-1. We obviously dropped that game to the Ra- Ravens. Um, but, yeah, I know it was uh, – it's definitely nice to be 2-0. Um, I think um, this uh, – the energy on this team, you know, it's it's good. It's at a good – it's at a good place. You know, I think guys are hungry. You know, we have a lot of young talent. Um, I I know Spags. Spags is still hesitant on playing some young guys ultimately, you know. But I think – oh, excuse me. Sorry. <sighs> Long day. I think he's warming up more. Obviously, you're starting to see a lot of higher snap percentages coming out of the rookies. We're all missing McDuffie. When McDuffie comes back and plays corner, we won't really have to worry about nothing. But some people some people ultimately think Jalen Watson might take Fenton's spot. A lot of people, like I've, you know, I listened to Ryan Tracy, you know, host of RGR and um, Locked on Chiefs podcast, and, you know, him and his co-host, you know, Chris Clark, they they both disagree. They both think that Fenton should not lose his spot. And you know, they kind of agree with me. They they think that Fenton was just put in a bad position trying to guard Mike Williams and Mike Williams is just that damn good, and I agree. But we have seen Fenton be extremely physical with receivers a lot of the times. But we have seen him very, very successful, too. Remember last year, and, you know, again, I have my opinions about PFF, but, you know, they are recognized ranking, and they had Rashad as the second-best corner most of the year, surprisingly, but they did. Um, You know, speaking of PFF, Creed is back at number one. You know, I'm cool with that. You know, he should be number one. He is the best center in the league. Um, just trying to see if there's anything I need to cover ultimately with this game. I know a lot of people complain about the Amazon Prime thing. Some people were saying that the picture quality was bad. Um, some people just don't like the fact that they have to now pay to watch the game. Dude, it's 2022. Get with the time. Everything is subscription. Sorry, excuse me. Everything is subscription now. That's just what it is. 
Amazon Prime is not that expensive as a month. And, and again, I don't, I'm not trying to tell people, hey, you do what you got to do, but you want to watch Thursday night games, then, you know, you're going to have to do it that route. Or, you know what, there is an app out there called Dofu Sports. Download Dofu Sports and, you know, see if you can find the games that you want on there because they actually do air mostly all the sports and all you got to do is just stream it and then you can uh airplay it to your tv or scream air it to your tv or whatnot um but you will be running it off of a, a device you know ultimately i usually do it off my phone if i can't get a game i had to do that for the kansas game this uh because it was on espnu and i just don't have that channel and speaking of kansas oh my god three and oh what a good weekend for eric you know his chiefs are two and oh his kansas jayhawks are three and oh in football which is crazy to think about um i know this isn't a jayhawks podcast and i don't i don't do a jayhawks podcast because i'm i'm more of a chiefs fan ultimately over everything um but it is amazing to see kansas doing very well the quarterback jalen daniels he's an extremely talented heisman candidate lance leopold he's a great coach known for turning around uh schools and programs and stuff like that i know a lot of teams are wanting him right now nebraska is a hot candidate for him right now i know kansas fans don't want him to go anywhere and i know kansas is probably gonna try to offer him a great contract but you know again you know nebraska is a prestige school it's 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 as crap as they've been in the last 10 years it's a prestige school to coach at and ultimately play at because they were good for years. They were great for years, you know, back back when. Um, all right, back on uh, the Chiefs and stuff like that. So they do play the Colts uh, this coming Sunday. And like I said, I will get a preview out for that uh, game here in the next coming days. Um, there's really not much more I need to really cover about this game, uh, you know, Ultimately, Chiefs did what they needed to do to take care of business, and they did. They took care of business. Um, uh, as far as the NFL goes, uh, there was a lot of craziness going on yesterday at Sunday. It was a day to watch football. Um, the Raiders lost. They blew a lead to the Cardinals. The Ravens blew a lead to the Dolphins. Tyree Kill and Waddle had a day. Uh, missed that speed. You know, it would have been nice to have Tyreek Hill in this Chargers game. Not going to lie to you. But at the end of the day, he's not here anymore, so we can't sit here and keep playing. Oh, what if Tyreek? What if Tyreek? It's just never going to happen again. So he's, it's it's done. So anyways, uh, the whole, you know, Saints-Bucks thing with Tom Brady throwing his temper tantrums and Mike Mike Evans feeling like he has to take, you know, he has to take care of Tom's bullshit. So he goes and starts shit with Marcus Lattimore, even though they always have been starting shit. They've always started shit with each other and stuff like that. This has been beef going on for years now, um, you know, but Mike Evans did get a one-game suspension. And that's not good for Tom. Godwin's all, all you know, he's going to be using Perryman and Scotty Miller, you know, Godwin's out. And now you got, now you got Mike Evans out, you know, he doesn't have Gronk no more, you know, so it's going to be different, you know, and Tom don't even look like he want to be there anyway. So I, I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, 
Yeah, it was just it was just crazy day of football. The Broncos. Oh my God, hideous, hideous. Hackett is hideous. My buddy's already done with them. He already threw away his Russell Wilson jersey and is already selling his tickets and stuff like that. I'm trying to cheer him up. I'm trying to cheer up a Broncos fan. Tell him, like, dude, you guys got a whole lot of season left, and he's over here done. And I honestly kind of don't blame him. That was that was embarrassing yesterday. You signed that. You signed Russell Wilson, and you know what? I've said this. I do not think Russell Wilson is the same quarterback that he was four or five years ago. But people don't want to listen to me about that. Russ has Russ has struggled since two thousand. I will say Russ last the last really great year from Russell Wilson was probably two thousand eighteen. Probably 2018. After that, 2019, 2020, 2021 were not good years for Russell Wilson, in my personal opinion. You know, and 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 let's be re- let's be honest. In his earlier years, he was carried by beast mode in the in the Legion of Boom. That's just how it was. Um, but hideous. They won, but it wasn't a it wasn't a win to be happy about. I. I really think we're going to beat them. I ultimately think we're going to sweep the Broncos now. Based off what I've seen from them, they don't look good. Their their injuries, their injuries are starting to pile up on them again. Their offensive line doesn't look great per usual. You know, Wilson, I just I don't know. I just ultimately don't know. The Raiders, they're just raidering themselves. McDaniel's, come on. He's he's 0 and 2. What are you going to do, man? You're 0-2 already with the Raiders. You know, you blew a lead. You know, you almost came back on the Chargers, but you blew a lead to the Cardinals. You let Murray beat you at home. We destroyed Murray. I think we can still honestly beat the beat the damn uh, Raiders both times. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but all you got to do is just double Devontae at, um, Adams. Renfro's really, honestly, Renfro... Renfro had a couple fumbles in the game. Maybe it was just an off day for him, uh, but who knows? And Waller, who knows how long Waller's going to be healthy for? Um, and Derek Carr's not a world beater. He's a pocket guy. He will stand in the pocket and take a sack. He's not going to sit there and throw a pick like that. He will eat sacks. That's just who he is. Now, again, we could drop the later game to the charge late in the season, but I don't know. I don't know how that's going to happen. You know, I don't know where they're going to be at. I'm just ultimately happy that we won the first matchup on them because now, knowing how the Broncos are playing, we could easily win our games against them or at least try to win most of the, both the games against them. And the Raiders, I'm just not worried about the Raiders. The Raiders just don't worry me at all. So... You know, ultimately, this this could be a year where a lot of people are going to eat crow because of how much disrespect they have given to Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, you know, Patrick Mahomes, ultimately, and just our entire fan base and everything about us. Um, but Mahomes is going to keep killing it. It's him or no one else. He's the best fucking quarterback in the league. There's no doubt about it. I don't give a shit what anybody says. It's not fucking Allen. It's not Justin Herbert. It's sure and shit not Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, I get it, has two wins over him. I, I'm not going to sit there and deny that. But look at Joe Burrow and how he's playing now. That's how he's always played. 
He's not anything super crazy. I'm trying to get people to understand this. <sighs> but no, it it's it's gonna be it's gonna be um it's gonna be a great year. I think it's gonna be a good year. Um so yeah, we got uh our preview coming up for the Colts. Uh oh, breaking news, and this this pisses me off. Willie Gay just got suspended for four games uh, due to the vacuum incident that he had uh, back in January. I thought, you know, and ultimately I thought that happened. I thought that happened earlier, but I think that didn't. I think that I happened. I think it happened late. It may have happened later, maybe roughly around the Buffalo Bills playoff game. Because I don't know if he played in that wild card game against the Steelers. I can't remember. But yet now he's suspended for four games. I I almost hope that he's gonna appeal it to at least two. You know that whole incident was resolved and is dumb. You know I get it. He was arrested, but you know, and you're trying to, and the Goodell is trying to do everything just to take care of business. But dude, come on, really, don't do that. All right, so we got the Colts this Sunday. Like I said, I'll like I said for the third time, I'm gonna be getting a preview out for that in the next coming days. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, episode 24 now, the podcast. So I'm going to be getting more out, trying to get these going as the season goes along. So hope you guys enjoyed that Chiefs kingdom. And with that being said, the connect is always real.